Welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 37, Write Down the Bad Stuff, coming to you on Tuesday, March 13th, 2018. If you're watching on YouTube, you see I am still in my exercise clothes because I just had an idea and thought, oh my gosh, I have to tell you this idea. I think it'll be helpful for all of us. And as always, <laughs> it's a problem-solving moment for me, so I'm only hoping that sharing will help you to solve some problem you have. I have a lot so much going on right now with getting ready to move again to another country again, but it's always a different new country. So only once did we move to the same country twice. And then I was like, oh, I know what to do. I've been there before. But this time, you know, moving to Sweden, I've been there for two days for John's final interview. And that is all I know right now about Malmo, Sweden. So we're going through all of our stuff, trying to figure out what clothes do we need to get rid of? What clothes do we need to buy? What clothes should we wait to buy till we get there, like, you know, the warm stuff or the, the dry stuff. Um, and then there's a hundred other questions, like, should I take my dishes? Should I not take my dishes? Um, but if I give away the boxes of my dishes to this cool charity that we found out about that's helping to rehouse the homeless in the Escondido, California area, and if you're familiar with them, it's Interfaith Community Services, just giving them a shout out because they're awesome and what they're doing is awesome. And if you live in that area and you've got uh, furniture that they can use to furnish studio and one bedroom apartments for people that they're helping to rehome, that would be awesome. So just saying that. So anyway, there's this charity. They can use a lot of our stuff. Do I give them my dishes? Um, do I pay to ship my dishes? On the one hand, they're just dishes. So I'm thinking, no, I should give them to them. It'll cost way less than shipping them to Sweden if I just rebuy them in Sweden. But then this morning I woke up and as you tend to do when you first wake up in the morning, you're thinking, oh wait, I just had a thought. Like my wedding vase and a few other like you know, precious memory moment things from, um, you know, family and, you know, as so happens, as so often happens from dead family members, like something that I will never uh, be able to replace if I accidentally get rid of it. Like I can't figure out how to give away the dishes without having to totally unpack all the boxes. Uh, so anyway, all this stuff in my head. I woke up having a really nice, restful, good night's sleep, but immediately, again, having this feeling of overwhelm, which I talked about on Sunday with the how to be overwhelm. And one of the things I said about how to be overwhelm is that exercise helps. Exercise helps get all the endorphins flowing, which is the happy drug in your body, and it also endorphins and dopamine, both really good happy drugs in your body. You want to have more of them flowing, but also just um, oxygen flowing to your cells, oxygen flowing to your brain cells, helps you to think better, helps you to be calmer. Um, so I went for a walk, even though I was like, I have so much to do. And on the walk, I was thinking about all the things that were really overwhelming, like my new problem from yesterday, which was I think the roof in one of our storage units is leaking and it's raining for one of the only times in Southern California and the rain or some water and it had to have been rain. <laughs> in Southern California, you don't know if your roof leaks for months and months and months until the one day that it rains. Um, so I think the roof might be leaking because several of our boxes had some water spots on them. And I'm thinking that's weird. I'm, I'm sure that I can't think of a excuse for this besides a leaky roof, but it's probably fine, which is what you want to believe, right? Everything's fine. It's not another problem. But 
one of the boxes full of my clothes, of course, full of some of my, um, again, precious memory stuff. My, my first two t-shirts from my freshman year at University of Pennsylvania, um, the lingerie I wore on, you know, my honeymoon and the t-shirt, first t-shirt I ever made with my book cover on the back. All these things were in this one box and they were covered with mold. Some of it, so much mold. <laughs> um, so first of all, ew. Second of all, oh my gosh, I have to throw away all this stuff. Third of all, oh my gosh, is there a bigger problem? Like how much else might be ruined in there? And if nothing else is ruined, but there's a problem with rain or whatever over the next few months while I'm away, what happens if things start getting ruined and I don't know about it and I come back and now it's not only ruined, but I also have to figure out like how to dispose of it. Um, do I call some sort of garbage removal? And, you know, then I have to, now I'm losing my stuff. I have to pay to lose it. You know, my mother's wedding dress is in this storage unit. Now I'm just so stressed out. I really needed to walk, as you can imagine. So I'm walking and um, I can't come up with really any answers to any of my problems except for that. Once more, I was able to just eventually, like it took me about probably 30 minutes into the walk where I was finally able to go, okay, you know what, God, please take all the problems, all the stuff. It is just stuff. Some of the stuff means something to me though. Please just take it all and whatever you give back to me as something where this is stuff that you get to keep, nothing's going to get ruined, it'll be fine versus, yep, you're just going to have to like learn a lesson in patience and knowing that things are just material things. If, you know, something else he allows to be ruined or whatever. Um, yeah, there's so many things that were going through my mind. And I was just like, the best I could do was just to give it up and try to just say, okay, well, whatever happens, happens. I'll do the best I can. And then I'll just have to deal with the rest of it. And so now, you know, it's 35 or 40 minutes into the walk and I'm thinking, okay, and I need to think of a podcast episode today too. No pressure on that. Oh, you know what? I should just write about some of these characters. And then, then of course, you get this good thing going where all of a sudden you're like, you know, there are a lot of people that I know that hate to do bad things to their characters. They don't want to hurt them. They don't want to make them suffer too much. I'll just make them suffer a little. But you know that some of our favorite books, the characters really get thrown into the worst situations. John and I just finished a series on Netflix called Wallander about a uh, detective in Sweden, which of course we had to watch this series, but also it's Kenneth Branagh. Who would not want to watch Kenneth Branagh act? Um, and I think, based on having watched the the entire four seasons, which is three more or less 90-minute episodes, I think it's sort of the, the way that the BBC does the Sherlock Holmes episodes. It's three more or less one-and-a-half-hour more or less movies as episodes uh, per season. And so there were 12 of these four seasons. And everyone has a title that I think refers to the book it was based on. So my guess is this author... Uh, whose name, I'm sorry, I can't remember, who wrote this series about a character whose name is, last name is Wallander, uh, Kurt Wallander, I think. Um, every episode, of course, something bad happens. He's a detective. He's a homicide detective for some of the things that he's working on. Um, and I'm thinking, this poor guy, he never catches a break. And then something worse happens in the next episode, and then something else, and something in his personal life, and then something else goes bad in his personal life, and then you get to you get near the end of the fourth series, and I'm not going to tell you everything because I want you to be surprised because 
I think you should go watch this show because it's just cool. Um, but then, you know, he, he has a medical diagnosis and you're like, oh my gosh, like, does this author just hate this character? And then, you know, circling back around to this morning, I was like, you know what? I can put all of these things that are <laughs> happening, good and bad, in my characters' lives. You know, I can have one of my characters have something precious to them, maybe their mother's wedding dress gets totally ruined by mold in a place where they think that it was going to be safe and then it wasn't safe. I could have something else happen, like um, somebody helped them you know, move stuff and a box got left behind somehow and it's the box that has the precious blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there's all these things that I was like, oh, I could do that to my character, do that to my character. And bonus, remember emotion is one of the most important things that you can have in your story because you need the reader to really feel what your character feels. It occurred to me that I could start a new document in the same way that I do, say, a story Bible or whatever, and it's the bad stuff document. And I'm thinking it could actually be called the bad stuff. It could be a journal or a file, um, or you know, depending on what kind of language you like to use, you could use a worse word. <laughs> I was thinking of some other words like S H exclamation point T stuff happens, this kind of thing, um, and. And then I was thinking about how would you find all this information? It'll be like a journal. It'll be like just here are all my bad feelings or here are all my good things. And I'm thinking, no, so this is what we should do. We should create some sort of document or, you know, journal or something like that. You could use Word. You could use Scrivener. And then for sometimes when something's actually happening, you know, we're going to write these things down. Other times we're just going to be thinking about, you know, I need to think of more bad things that I can do to my character or more just annoying things that I can do to my character or good, good little things that I could do. And we can start kind of creating a bullet point document that, um, like, um, wedding dress ruined by mold. You know, we don't have to write sentences and paragraphs about it. And then we can, um, Make sure that you put um, emotions, colon, and then, for instance, with this box from yesterday. Um, first, I was just shocked. Uh, and then I was like, no, there must be something salvageable at the bottom. So there's a little bit of hope. And then, um, you know, you kind of the, the whole five stages of grief works pretty much for any kind of little grief or big grief that you can use. Um, then, you know, I had some moments of being angry. And then I was angry at the storage unit place, you know, that how could they you know, let this stuff happen to my stuff. But I'm like, well, it's not really their fault. They'll find out the roof leaks and then they'll fix it. And hopefully it won't happen again, you know. And then there's um, all these other feelings. You know, you can basically just start listing out, try to remember it when you can what feeling happened first. And honestly, using the five stages of grief is always a good way to try to figure out probably some of the, um, the right order that your character would probably feel different things. Anyway, so you're going to have uh, some keywords for emotions. Um, actually, I was thinking another little section underneath of it would actually just say keywords colon. And then you could put, um, you know, loss of material item, uh, wedding dress, um, anger, uh, a couple of the other emotions, you know, that this particular event might inspire. Or it could be like going to a wedding, maybe your best friend's wedding uh, before you got married. And what were the, some of the key things that happened? What were some of the key emotions and in what order? And then you can have a keyword section so that then you can search this document on keyword 
and find things that you can have done to your character. <laughs> so I think my characters are going to have a whole lot more bad things happen to them because darn it, if bad things are going to happen to me, I'm going to pass them on to my characters. And I know all the emotions that I felt when these things happened, all the good things, all the bad things. There's still a lot of just feeling... Um, not really numb, not really disbelief. And, and that's the thing is that I can't quite figure out what I feel about this whole idea. Like we're moving to Sweden. It just seems, I kind of feel like saying the word unbelievable, but I'm like, well, no, it's believable. I just, wow. Like I'm still in this phase of, wow, I, I sort of can't believe it's happening. Um, and I've been trying to figure out like, how do I classify that moment and that emotion? How do I use that in a book somewhere with one of my characters? So this is my teaching moment for this week. Write down the bad stuff. Write down the good stuff. Write down the weird stuff. Create some sort of a bullet point type document where it's not going to take you all day to journal entry, you know, 15 pages about what happened when you went into the storage unit and you found this mess and then you went through it and you saw all the different things that now are going to be gone forever um, and the stink. Remember to write down anything that you can from the five senses too. Let me just tell you, moldy clothes smell so bad. And I don't even think they've been molding for that long because it's only been raining on and off for a couple of weeks here in California. So um, it does make, I mean, I was just in that storage unit probably um, less than two weeks ago. So less than two weeks for really disgusting things to happen. Um, anyway, classify these things, write them down in some sort of document, do it in more of a bullet point fashion, but remember to have um, the key elements, you know, so for instance, this would be, um, you know, a clothing got wet in storage unit, a whole box thrown out because of mold, worried about wedding dress and sleep number bed. Those are the things that happened to me. Like, what, what should I get rid of my sleep number bed? Would it be better to try to sell it for 20 bucks or, or somehow give it away on Craigslist or something rather than come back, find that it's covered in mold after nine months and then have to figure out like, do I need to call hazmat people to come and pick it up? There's just so many things going through my head. And of course, we writers, we have such an imagination, which isn't always a good thing. But if we can write down all these feelings, the fears, the curiosities, the I wonder, the what ifs, in some sort of way that we can then search the document for it. Um, and again, keywords and emotions and the change of emotions as you as you went through whatever it was that happened. And then you can also write down, you know, um, got from the beginning to the end of this emotion list in a day, in a year, you know, in two months it took me to get over it or whatever. Um, I just, I'm very excited about this idea. <laughs> so I hope that it helps you. I'm pretty sure it's going to help me. It, at least it's making me feel a little bit better about, you know, this horrible thing that happened yesterday. I did keep from crying. Uh, I had moments where I was like, just let yourself cry. And then I'm like, okay, it might be some of my most favorite things in the world. A few of my most expensive things that I own clothing wise, but honestly, it's still just stuff. It's one box. I have to tell myself it doesn't matter because in the end it doesn't. Um, we just have to remember that. And if we can help our characters to get to that point, see, now we're also talking about character growth, a change in character arc. And this is the sort of thing that you need, particularly if you're writing a series that's based around the same character. Like my superhero series, Tori is pretty much the main character all the way through the whole series. Whereas in my Loon Lake series, each different book 
has a different hero and heroine in it because um, they're they all like know each other. They live in the same town. Some of them are related or whatever. But really, it's a series based around people who live in this little town. Um, which means that every character in each of those books can have a full character arc. They can really have an aha moment and have a change in their lives that makes the reader feel like, oh, that was, you know, emotionally cathartic or uh, emotionally satisfying because, oh, yeah, I'm so glad that she came to that realization and, you know, life changed for her in a good way in the end. But when you have a, a series character who's a single character, again, like this Wallander TV show, uh, TV show, I don't know. I don't know if it's an actual TV show. It's on Netflix, though. Um, so, for instance, Tori, she needs to have a small but interesting, dramatic, and emotional character arc in each book. But she can't change wildly from one book to the next because not unless I think she had an awful lot of really big problems that I don't know that I could solve for her. But see, these are the little things that we can help our characters go through. Like, can you get to the point where you can let go of the emotional attachments to material things? That is a big thing. But in the course of your life, it's not like getting married or divorced or having someone dying, but it's still an emotional arc that can really make uh, an interesting change in your character while they're doing something else like chasing murderers or whatever it is that they do. Okay, I hope this has been interesting. I hope it's got your mind whirling with creative ideas. Please go find a place that you're going to start this document. Word would work great. And I, I hardly ever say word would work great for things because... Um, it can be so hard to find things in Word when you're trying to do a search versus in Scrivener, you know, you can have a whole bunch of things listed on the side, um, different mini documents, you know, so that you can keep track of what's in there. But if you use keywords and literally write the word keywords, you know, at the bottom of each of these bullet point areas that we're talking about that you're writing down, um, then when you search on keyword and if you can try to use, you know, a lot of the same keywords so that um, Word can actually do a find and find everything for you, then I think Word still would be a great place to do it. Also, just a regular plain old journal. You know, I like just plain old paper journals. Um, whatever it is that you want to use to write it down, start writing things down. Start writing things down as much as you can as they're happening. Um, things that are happening with family, kids, relationships, you know, little things, big things, so that you can think, ah, oh, that's how my character is going to feel. Or that's the bad thing I can put my character through. And I'm okay having something bad happen to them. You know, some of us are just too nice to our characters. We need to do a little bit more bad things to them. But if we can take from our own experiences, then we can feel like, hey, I had to go through it. You have to go through it. So there, just, you know, chin up. <laughs> and that's another thing. How are other people reacting to the way your character is reacting? Are they saying, suck it up, rub some salt in it? <laughs> that's, that's some people's reaction. Are they um, crying with your character when your character cries? Angry with your character when, you're, when your character's angry? That's a very common reaction for female best friends. Um, you know, or it could be, you know, I'll give you 24 hours to cry and then we're just going to like, we need to get on and with our lives. It's not that important. Or, you know, sometimes uh, writer friends will do that to each other when somebody gets a rejection or a bad review or something like that. Okay, well, I'll wallow with you for 24 hours and then we're, we're, we got to be done with it. <laughs> Write these things down. Do them to your characters. It's going to make our book so much better and it'll make getting through these hard bits a little bit easier knowing that at least we got some good to come of it. 
Okay, that's it for now. I'm going to shut up and go take a shower because I had a, a nice fast walk. My brain, as you can see, is just ticking away madly now. And I'm feeling a little, little bit less stressed about uh, the craziness happening in my life. All right, come back on Thursday. We've got another great interview with a Kindle World's author. It's going to be fun. Talk to you later.